All right, welcome back. And we are covering part three of basic Christianity, and we are talking today about the work of Christ. We've talked about the person of Christ. We've talked about man's need. And so let's dive in to the work of Christ and what the work of Christ accomplishes for us. And we talked about with man's need about the consequences of sin. And you can summarize the consequences of three sins in this way. First, that the consequence of sin leads to alienation from God. Second, uh, to an enslavement of sin. And thirdly, to uh, consequences of sin leads to conflict with others. Now, we're thinking about the work of Christ, namely his dying or his, his, his coming, his living, his dying, his resurrecting. Well, the work of Christ really is, is an answer to all those three consequences. So first, the, the death of Christ reconciles us back to God. One, a, a word that uh, as Christians uh, we should all be familiar with is the word atonement. And one way to think of atonement, if you kind of spell it out, uh, you can think of it as at one. And that's what, what the that's what the death of Christ accomplishes for the life of the sinner. He it brings two hostile parties together, brings them as one. And so that's essentially what it means, what atonement means. It brings us back to God so that we are one. We are reconciled to God. And and the language of the scriptures tell us that uh, that we are uh, adopted, that we are children of God, that we can call him Abba, uh, Father. And so uh, the death of Christ accomplishes this for us. He, he bridges this gap between God and man and brings us to God by dying on the cross for our sins and resurrecting from the grave, showing that his death on the cross, that his payment for the penalty of our sins was completely paid for. And one thing, one thing that I will say... Um, Hang on. Um, actually, before I get to that, I have a couple of critiques about the book that I'll mention here, but I'll wait. Um, so Christ reconciles us back to God through his work on the cross. Uh, second, uh, it, 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 it frees us from the bondage of sin. Right, so Romans uh, chapter six that we were once slaves to sin, but now we are slaves to God, or slave, and also that slaves to righteousness. So we are free from sin. The Bible says that we are dead uh, to to sin. Uh, so it's like it's like uh, it's like poking a a corpse. It's not going to do anything. It can't move. It's not going to poke you back or slap you in the face. Uh, that's what we ought to consider ourselves as dead to sin. It doesn't mean, of course, that we are, uh, that we are, that we can be perfect or that we are perfect, that we can be sinless or are sinless, but it means that we are no longer enslaved to sin, that when sin comes knocking at the door that we do not have to answer because our hearts are not bent inward, but they're bent straight and they're pointing toward God. And so, and so it's the, 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 the work of Christ frees us from our bondage to sin. Um, and I would also add, it also frees us from uh, bondage to the devil, right? Jesus says that uh, that the strong man came and to, to, uh, oh, they, they, yeah, to, to, the, that uh, the one greater than the strong man came and bound the strong man and plundered his goods. 
And so uh, Jesus has bound the strong man, that is the devil, and has set us free. And then uh, uh, Jesus also reverses the consequence of sin as it relates to our relationship with others. And one principal way or the, the, the principal way that we see this worked out is through the church. Now, when anyone comes to faith in Christ and believes in him, and, and, and we believe also the scriptures say that they receive the Holy Spirit, well, they become automatically a part of the universal church. That is the invisible church. And But, but at the same time, uh, that also means that we must belong to a visible local church as well. Uh, because it is in the context of the local church where we see this, uh, this, uh, the the consequences of sin as it relates to our conf- as it relates to our relationship with other. Uh, where we see, it's in the context of the church where we see that reversed, uh, because we are giving, we are receiving, we are loving, we are serving, we are using our gifts, we are encouraging one another, we are praying for one another, and so. Christ not only reconciles us to God through his work on the cross, but it also reconciles us to man and reconciles us to one another. And it also helps us to know how to relate to the lost and dying world. It helps us to know how to love uh, those around us who do not believe in the gospel of Jesus Christ. And and so, uh, so belonging to a local church is incredibly important because this is how we can uh, this is how we can live out our faith, how we can live out our salvation. And yes, we do that outside of the church. We do that outside of the home, and that's important. But one of the most vivid ways that we do that is through in the context of a local church by uh, by committing ourselves uh, to a particular body of believers, by, to, by uh, submitting to the leadership of a particular church. And so this is incredibly important. Now, a couple of critiques with regard with this book in regards to just this particular uh, part in the book. Uh, so John Stott says that uh, that that the crucified Jesus died firstly as an example, and secondly as a sin bearer, and. He's getting this, uh, I believe he's getting this from 1 Peter. Uh, I'm not exactly sure which uh, chapter. I know it's in here somewhere, but I've kind of lost it. Um, But I don't think uh, Christ died firstly as an example. Now, now in his defense, uh, he does not believe that 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 example has any effect. Right there is, he says that there is no redemption in an example. A a pattern cannot secure our pardon. So, in other words, um, even that if Jesus died merely or only as an example, that does nothing for us. That doesn't save us, and so that's important to remember. But to say that Jesus died firstly as an example, I disagree with. Um, Jesus died firstly as a sin bearer. And secondly, as an example, so I would reverse that order. Jesus died first to bear the sin of the world, to bear the sin of his people. Um, and the example uh, comes second. And uh, yeah, so that order should not should not be uh, reversed. And and I and I just and we have to be careful with that because there are many 
there are many denominations in the world. There are many Christians in the world uh, who uh, who believe in Jesus and believe that Jesus died as a uh, just only as an example that we are then called to follow. And that's a particular view of the atonement or the work of Christ, and I think it's wrong. Um, and so I'm kind of reacting uh, to that kind of uh, theology or that kind of understanding of the work of Christ. Christ did not die, uh, <clears throat> firstly, as an example. And I don't think we, I don't think we see that in the Gospels. I don't think we see that in the New Testament. Christ died first to bear the sin of His people. And another thing I would add. Uh, to the book, and this is again, and this is kind of a, another critique of the book, is uh, there's there's no glory here. Uh, there's no big God theology. Um, there's no talking about God being for his own glory, God pursuing his own glory, God making man for his own glory, and God even sending Jesus into the world to die for the sins of his people for his own glory. I think that is absolutely important. We might even... we. I could even say that that's that's probably the 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 primary uh, or the first reason why Jesus came into the world to die for sinners, or maybe that and dying for and dying for sinners. Maybe uh, you could probably I would at least put those two together as first, and then example second or third or whatever. So I think I, I do think that this that that. Uh, that the glory of God is is missing. I think the glory of God uh, is is essential, is one of the essential components of the gospel. Um, God is zealous for His own glory, and if you remember uh, when uh, we had a guest preacher, Robert Moore, uh, preach on the jealousy of God, jealousy the jealousy of God is about the glory of God. If God did not care for his own glory, he would not be a jealous God. And the scriptures tell us many times that God is a jealous God. And jealousy does not always mean, is not always a bad thing, right? If you have, uh, if you have a, a, a wife that you love and she uh, gives herself to another lover, well, then you're going to be jealous because you love her and you, um, and you care for her and you want to fight for her if you are, are if you are if you wanting to uh, spend time with your children uh, but then you have other things that are fighting for your attention right you're going to be you're gonna uh, you're probably gonna be or you should react in a jealous manner that is you're going to do everything it takes to protect that sacred time that you are allotting to uh, to your children so jealousy isn't always a bad thing when it comes to the jealousy of God. God is jealous for his own glory. He will not give his glory to another. He will fight for his own glory. He will make sure he gets his glory. And Jesus Christ dying on the cross on the behalf of sinners is God also pursuing his own glory. Right, Romans chapter 1, the apostle Paul says uh, that he was he was given the, the office of an apostle uh, to bring about the obedience of faith for the sake of his name. That is God's name among the world. So God is God is for his own glory. Glory, I think, is an essential component of the gospel. And if I could, and so this is, and so I, if, I, if, if I could encourage John Stott, you know, when he was alive and writing his book, I would, I would ask him, I would encourage him to, or consider, or ask him to consider inserting more glory of God theology 
uh, into his book. So that's part three. And next week we will finish basic Christianity.